Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. Good morning, Cincinnati. Welcome to 1230 WDBZ. We are the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Wear Show, till 1 o'clock this afternoon. Coming up at 1, Mr. Al Sharpton. Yes, at 1 o'clock from 1 to 4. And then a rebroadcast of this show on at 4 o'clock. So uh, stick around for that. Uh, There's a lot going on. Long holiday weekend, President's Day. And a lot of people were off. Still a lot of people had to work. The county, uh, Hamilton County Party Chairman, Russell Mock, boycotting the Inquirer survey. And Kevin Aldridge is wondering, why? <laughs> you can't understand. <laughs> uh, he asked a question. How would you describe the events at the Capitol on January 6, 2021? If Trump is convicted of a crime, should he owe office? Would you vote for him? These questions are on the minds of voters all across the country. So to suggest, as Mock did, that they have no bearing on local races is absurd. Uh, he says the candidates should should answer. They owe it to the voters. And he's told the people running for office, don't answer. Boycott the survey. <laughs> he's told them to boycott the survey. Their answer might get them in trouble. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Mock should remember that one undeniable truth. Silence speaks volumes. That's true. If they're silent, don't want to say anything, what are they hiding? What are they hiding? Man. Capital One. What's in your wallet? Plans on buying Discover. Yeah. So this is a deal that will combine the two uh, two major U.S. credit card companies. And uh, Capital One is buying Discover for $35 billion. $35 billion. Yes, that's a lot of money. 
for a credit card company. Well, Kevin Kevin Aldridge's been doing a lot of writing lately. Uh, he wrote an article on the county commissioners Reese and Dumas. He says, "Hey, let bygones be bygones, and let's move along and get to the people's business." And I agree, but some people don't want to let it go. <laughs> he says, "I thought I was tuning into a Hamilton County Commission meeting." on property taxes earlier this month, but wound up watching a scene from Mean Girls. (laughs) He says, for almost 30 minutes, Commissioner uh, Stephanie Summerall Dumas and Alicia Reese bickered about who was in charge, attacks on their character, crucifixions. Yes, crucifixions. Yes, and how ridiculous these commission meetings are becoming at a time when the Hamilton County residents are just trying to stay in their homes. Yeah, he says he has three words for Dumas and Alicia Reese. Three words. Stop it, please. And let's hope it stopped. Let's hope that it stopped. Yes, let's hope we don't get any Zoom calls and and speaking for the commissioner, saying things she wants to say but she can't say and stuff like that. Let's put a stop to it and get on to the people's business. Yeah. Can they do that? I'm just wondering, can they do that? Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> She's at it again. That woman has got some serious issues, let me tell you. Why she's still on Congress, I just don't know. Yeah. She wrote, she had a, uh, did a selfie, I guess, with uh, Donald Trump. She said, happy President's Day to my favorite president and yours, President Donald J. Trump. (laughs) That woman has lost her mind. She's as bad as, as uh, the what's the black guy down in uh, South Carolina. She's as bad as he is. I love you, Mr. President. I just love you. Uh, you talk about some wind. Two passengers, passenger planes hit over 800 miles per hour on recent flights due to strong winds. They actually broke the sound barrier. No, they were fast, traveling faster than the speed of sound, but they didn't break the sound barrier. Yes. The wind was pushing them, and that's why they didn't break the barrier. They have to be traveling that speed on their own. They were traveling like 600, and the wind pushed them to 800. They arrived in their city like 45 minutes earlier than they were supposed to be there with those 800 miles per hour. Normally, a typical jet goes around six something. Yeah, cruising speed is around six hundred, and this jet, uh, that wind was pushing it to eight hundred. Jeez, that's moving pretty good. A Russian pilot who defected to Ukraine with the Mi eight helicopter was shot to death in Spain. So I guess. Russia had their um, CIA agents, equivalent to what we call CIA agents, 
track him down, and they killed him. That's how Russia will do. He made sure his family was out of Russia before he took the plane. Family was out of Russia, and then he took the plane over to Ukraine and thought everything was cool, and the Russians caught up with him, and you know what they do. They're going to either poison you or they'll kill you. Or both. <laughs> yes. Those Russians don't play. Man, can you imagine being in a jail in Siberia? Can you imagine how cold it would be in a jail there? Could, could you even sleep at night? It would be so cold. I'm sure the temperature, I'm sure they didn't spend a whole lot of money to warm the jail up where the prisoners are. I'm sure the officers had warm quarters. But the temperature probably was 50 degrees or less in those jail cells, maybe even colder. And you had to live there. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Unbelievable. How the Russians have such a disregard for people who are against them. Yeah. All right. A few other things. The... uh, We've got to get somebody on about the elections and poll workers. We'll do that. We will do that. Early voting starts on Wednesday, I believe. Wednesday. Early voting. And people need to go ahead and get out and vote. Primary, get it over with. Cast your ballot. And go on with your life. You don't know what you're going to be doing on the 19th of March. When you've got the free time, go ahead and do your thing. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's going to affect if uh, the Norwood lateral, the eastbound Norwood lateral will be closed down. When is it? March 11th? So there's still time for early voting. That might kind of change people's. You know, somebody might drive up 75, want to get off at 562 to go over to Norwood to to vote. You won't be able to do that. The eastbound lanes of the Norwood lateral will be closed starting March 11th. Which is going to cause a lot of havoc, I do believe. A lot of cars travel on that Norwood lateral. So we'll see. Then when they finish that side, they're going to shut down the other side. So it's going to be a long, hot summer on 562. Well, not really because there will be no cars, depending on which direction you're going. Yeah. Won't be any cars. Closing it down. All right, a couple other things. I did see something where... Though the Reds are in full go, full go, full spring training is underway. Opening day will be here. I mean, before you know it, it'll be opening day. Before you know it. March 28th, opening day. And I haven't been to an opening day game in I don't know when. But this year, I'm going to the opening day game. 
This will be my first opening day in, man, I just can't even remember the last time. It had to be over 15, 20 years maybe. I just don't normally go to opening day games. After the parade, I'm done. I'm spent. You know what I mean? (laughs) Waving to all the people along the parade route. Yes. And watching the crowd get whiter and whiter the closer we get to downtown. (laughs) You start off and over the ride, it's Chocolate City. Chocolate City. And then the closer you get to Fifth Street down there, it sort of gets a little lighter. And by the time you get to Fountain Square, yeah, you see just a sprinkle of us. That's how it is. That's Cincinnati. <laughs> Two Cincinnati's. <laughs> That's how it is. But it's a fun day, opening day parade. All the kids are down there. All the different organizations that are in the parade is just fantastic. It's just something to see. And it seems to get longer and longer every year. Seems that way. I hope we've got a spot that's up close this year. And, you know, because if you way back at the end of the line, it's just no fun being way back there. The fun is being up toward the front, but we'll see. And we'll look for you, all the people who come out and stand on the sidelines and give us a shout-out as we pass by. That's what happens. That's what happens. It happens that way. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back. We've got tickets to give away all week long. Uh, You want to go to the Cincinnati Home and Garden Show? I've got tickets for you. You want to go to the play when a woman's fed up? Yeah. And that comes March 10th, 3 o'clock at the Tap Theater. I've got tickets for that also. So I've got a host of tickets to give away all week long. And if you're lucky enough, you, yes, you, may win a ticket. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back. 513-749-1230, The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. 1230 WDBZ, The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware. It's Monday. No, it's Tuesday. I got to get used to that. It's Tuesday. Yes, Monday was a holiday. And uh, let's go to Lisa Baker down at Crime Stoppers. And then Bob Evans. Is this some, some kind of joke or something? Bob Evans. I guess there could be a person named Bob Evans other than the original Bob Evans. But we'll talk to Bob Evans after we talk to Lisa Baker down at Crime Stoppers. How you doing? Good morning, Lincoln, where, yes, it's Tuesday. Because on Monday, I was trying to call in. I was thinking, wait. Why does this segment sound familiar? <laughs> it's deja vu. I've yes. heard Lincoln say these exact words yes. some someplace before. Yes, yes, yes. Then they gave us that, we're taking no callers. Oh, yes, yes, yes. This is a soundtrack. <laughs> a blast from the past. Yes, yes, yes. 
But I was present, Lincoln. You were not. All right. All right. We'll give you that. You worked that holiday. We knew you were going to work that holiday. <laughs> it wasn't a holiday for us. Really? You know, we don't get holidays. We we here unless we take off. Oh, okay. All we right. here. I thought y'all got holiday We here. Pay. No. Okay. Lease is 24-7. Okay. All right. We here, Lincoln. We here. Lincoln, we're looking for two people today. The first one, we continue, District 2 detectives continue to look for Yisrael Sebastian, who's wanted for aggravated burglary and failure to appear. Yisrael Sebastian is accused of breaking into the victim's residence and striking the victim in the face with a closed fist. Sebastian is a black male, 27 years old, 6 foot 1, 280 pounds. He has a history of assault, and he frequents North College Hill. That's Yisrael Sebastian. We're also looking for Edward Fisher. He's wanted on for forgery. He's accused of cashing multiple stolen checks. Edward Fisher is a white male. He's 24 years old, 5'9", 175 pounds, has a history of drug charges, last known to live on Dayton Street in the West End. That's Edward Fisher. If any of your listeners know where detectives can find Yisrael Sebastian or Edward Fisher, give Crime Stoppers a call, 513-352-3040. All right, 352-3040, night or day, cash money for your clues. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Lincoln. All right. I talked to him over the weekend, and he promised he would call in today. And we haven't heard from this guy in a long time, but it's so great to hear his voice to know that he is still alive and well and honry as ever. Jimmy the Vet, how you doing? Lincoln, what's up? How you doing, Jimmy the Vet? I'm all right for a young cat. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> it was great. I was, I was shocked to hear from you this weekend, and I said, Jimmy, you got the call. They've been looking for you. They've been asking about where is Jimmy the Vet? Listening. Uh, I'm glad you're still around. We you disappeared for a minute. I said, I hope Jimmy Brown, uh, Jimmy, Brown, Jimmy the vet is okay. And uh, when I got that phone call, I said, he's okay. He's alive and well. He's alive and Thanks, thanks be to God. Now, do you do you use any veteran services? Do you ever go over to the VA? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I go, I'm always a veteran. Yeah. 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 I'm glad. I'm glad I served. I didn't want to go, but I'm glad I went. Yes. To represent my black people, that we too deserve a chance at the tree of life. Yes, yes. More opportunity. So if y'all want to know about Jimmy the Vet, I served because I wanted America to know we blacks are in this country too. All right. Now, do you still sing Jimmy the Vet? Can you still sing that song, Tell Me What You Want? <laughs> Tell me what you want. Tell me what you need. Tell me it ain't good enough. 
Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But hey, we are glad to hear that you are doing okay, Jimmy the Vet. I'm glad to hear that y'all are still listening. And I, I might need you, you know, uh, there's some haters out there. I might need you to hold somebody's legs while I hold them down, you know? I might need you, Jimmy the Vet. We go way back, boy. We, we like, go way we back. Like, we like Cadillac Chiefs. Yes. We go way back. That's right. All like right. Cadillac Chiefs, we go way back. Yeah. So to my listeners and to your listeners, I wish y'all the best. And it's so good to be back. And to hear the people still can't stand me, and some do. <laughs> you always going to have some haters. No matter what you do, Jimmy the Vet, you're going to have some haters. You know that. Yeah, you know that, yeah. Yes. And no matter what you do, you're going to have some haters. Yes. But, but they don't care. Yeah. They don't care. It's all right. All they right. want to hate, go and hate because I don't hate them. All right. Jimmy the Vet. In the meantime, thanks, Lincoln. All right. You got the number. Feel free to call anytime. Okay, but I'll be listening. All right. If anything, if anything come up that I want to jump in on. Just give me a I call. Give, give me a call. And we'll be I glad We'll be glad to listen to you. Hey, Lincoln. Yes. Tell me what you want. <laughs> Tell me. Question me. I'll talk to you later. All right, buddy. Jimmy. Good talking to you. All right, buddy. All right. That's uh, Jimmy the Vet. Long time caller. We haven't heard from him in a long time, but uh, it's always great to hear that he's still alive and kicking. That's right. Still alive and well. And sounding okay. He's sounding okay. Bob Evans, how you doing? Hi, Lincoln. How you doing? Where, where'd you get this Bob Evans from? You know who I am? No, I don't. James. Jane. Oh, Jane. How you doing, Jane? I haven't heard from you in a month of Sundays. I know. I think about you all the time. Okay. All yeah, right. I'm doing fine. Well, that's good. That's I good. I got this little game. I got it. Well, greens and I play it and I pray and I play it and play it. And I'm telling you, Lincoln, I think about you all the time. Well, why didn't you give us your real name? Because I was hiding. You said it. <laughs> Bob Evans got jokes. Well, I got jokes, Lincoln. <laughs> okay. All right. But I'm glad to hear from you, and I'm doing fine. All right. Have you seen your ex lately? My ex? Yeah. I've never seen him in years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing fine. I'm happy, and my kids are well. I'm doing just fine. All right, Jane. Good to talk to you. Bye-bye. All right. That's Jane. All right. 749-1230. 513 is the area code. Let's see. I'll, I'll tell you, we'll do this before we go to break. I'll take caller number caller number seven. Caller number seven at 513-749-1230. If you call a seven, I'll give you a pair of tickets to the Cincinnati Home and Garden Show presented by the Cincinnati Northern Kentucky Honda Dealers on February 24th through the 25th, then on February 29th through March 3rd at Duke Energy Convention Center. Yeah, they have all kind of stuff at that hauling, uh, at that uh, home and garden show. I mean, it's fantastic down there. So if you want tickets, be the seventh caller right now at 749-1230. Be the seventh caller at 749-1230. All right, let's get busy. You caller one, looking for seven. You caller two, looking for seven. You caller three, looking for seven. You caller four, looking for seven. You call a five, 
looking for seven. Sorry about you, love. Okay. Tickets to the Home and Garden Show at Duke Energy. Let's see, that was caller number, what was that, six? Yeah, that was caller number six. And here is the lucky winner, caller number seven. What's your name? Oh, you are caller number seven. What the heck is going You are caller number seven. What's your name? Pat Davis. Pat Davis. Congratulations, Pat Davis. All right. You are the winner of the tickets, and uh, you're going to the Home and Garden Show. I love it. I know. Where are you calling from? At Mount Airy. Mount Airy. I love Mount Airy. I love it up there. You ever go over to Mount Airy Forest? Anytime? I live right across the street. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, what station just made you a winner? 1230 The Buzz. All right. Hold on. Over there in Mount Auburn. I mean, Mount Airy. Number three, line three in Mount Airy. All right. Let's move along. 749-1230. 513 is the area code. We'll take a break, and then we'll come back. The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware with you. Want to get your comments on uh, Donald Trump and his new sneaker brand. Oh, my goodness. They look a hot mess, too. Gold with the T on it. They got red bottoms. And then they got the uh, flag with some stars on it. He's selling them for three ninety nine. Comes a day after he was fined $355 million. And I'm, I'm not sure how many shoes he sold so far, but you can almost guarantee he's going to use that money to pay those fines. And how many people are you going to see who, who will have the guts to walk around with Donald Trump sneakers on. Will anybody have the guts to actually walk around with those sneakers? And how do you like them? How do you like them? You think they'll sell? I mean, with the T on there, and everybody knows that Donald Trump shoes. Who's going to have the courage to walk around with those things on? <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure they're made in China. Who knows? They probably made in China. And how much per shoe did it cost to make? See, that's why he's going to have to sell well over a million to make a million. I'm not sure what the final cost per shoe was. I know it wasn't $399. Probably, I would say the final cost, shipping and, and all kind of designing and everything, it, that shoe probably cost maybe $130 maybe. I'm not sure how these shoes work, but he got cheap labor on them, I'm sure. 
I know Marcus Jenkins will probably have a pair on <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Marcus probably has his already. He got in on the early orders and got some Trump gym shoes. Unbelievable. You would never catch me, even if they sent a pair here to the station. You would never catch me in those shoes. Unbelievable. All right, let's go to Bill. Hey, Bill, how are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> that was a cheap shot that you took at Marcus, man. <laughs> you know what? Blake could get a pair of too, and, and Elijah and everybody that's all for Trump. I, I'm telling you this right now. He's got to face the music. You know, he has just gotten away with so much and everything. And I'm going to give God credit for the fact that he kind of just told Trump up front that I am the Messiah. I am the one that makes the decisions and everything. You should be punished. And that's what he's going to end up doing, being punished. I mean, I can't see anybody that would pass up their rent or their car payment in to buy them pair of shoes. I mean, <laughs> that is just ridiculous. 300 and something dollars for a pair of them shoes? Three ninety nine. Three ninety. <laughs> well, I mean, either way it goes, man. It, it's just I, I don't see anybody passing up their rent or their, their car payment or their insurance to buy them pair of shoes. And and like I said, he needs to face the music because I mean, you know, it's just well, he didn't done so much, and it's just a matter of time. And like I said, I left it in God's hands. And that's his punishment and everything. So you know what? He just needs to just face the music and just be, uh, after all this, that he can be a uh, a well-respected senior citizen and just try to do right for a change, you know, and instead of all the womanizing and everything that he has done. You know, I got friends arguing with me, the fact, that I'm harsh on him. <laughs> Why am I supposed to be harsh no. on him? He's the one that did all the crimes and everything and all that. Yes, yes. Well, I appreciate the time. All right. Thank uh, you. Have a good Bill, day. Bill, if you ever want to play in a soap opera and they need a villain to laugh, you might get the part. Let me hear that laugh again. <laughs> now, you made me laugh, man. I'm, I'm going to cut it loose right was, now. That was Bye. a different laugh. <laughs> Thanks for your call. That man's got issues. Did you hear about the man who stuffed three Burmese pythons in his pants and he tried to smuggle them across the border? The Canadian border. Yeah. 38-year-old man from uh, Richmond Hill, New York, sentenced this week to one year of probation, fined $5,000 after he attempted to smuggle the pythons onto the country, into the country uh, from the uh, uh, Champlain port of entry in New York. He was riding a Greyhound bus to the United States. He pleaded guilty after his court date eight months before he was sentenced and customs and border protection officers noticed weird lumps in the man's pants while reviewing his passport and conducting a border search and soon discovered that he had these in his pants and they saw some lumps there. Uh, I'm sure the one agent say, uh, 
Are you happy to see me? I don't know. The young adult snakes were in bags attached to his pants near his inner thigh. The pythons are not native of the United States and are considered to be invasive species. And the attorney's office said that uh, the man didn't obtain permits he needed to import the snakes. Yeah. So uh, he had a lump in his pants. Yeah. (laughs) He had three lumps in his pants. (laughs) All right. Let's move along. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Looks like uh, Sean is up. Sean, how are you? What's going on, Lincoln, brother? How you doing? I'm hanging in there. What's up? You know, I'm beefing with you, uh, Facebook cronies, man. You know, they biting out of here, man. Yeah. You get you some Trump shoes, brother? Hell no. <laughs> Go get you a pair, <laughs> man. You know Kanye West had something to do with that, right? Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> You already know, man. But it's just funny, man. This this is America. It's a straight comedy show. And I just want to say this. I'm going to be very quick. I don't understand why we put more effort in, in, into president lo, um, presidential elections than we do our local. That makes no understand. I don't understand that. You feel me? Like, we, like half of these people don't even know who their commissioner is. But they sit here and fight for a president that none of them are going to do anything for us. You feel me? It's all a comedy show. Can you name all three commissioners? I don't. Only (laughs) one I get is Alicia Keys. That's the only one I deal with. Who? Alicia Keys ain't the commissioner. (laughs) (laughs) She ain't used to be the commissioner. Alicia Keys is a singer. Is the who? I mean, Alicia Reed. Okay, there you go. I just spoke one too many this morning, man. Okay, that's smoking to do it for you, won't it? All right, but did you, on another thing, did you see that lady, uh, uh, what's her name, Carrie Bloom? Uh, I saw, she was on a news program, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, you know, she a fraud too, brother. Why you say you that? You know, I went down there to 800 Broadway to get some information, right? You know, she's Melissa Pryor's crony. She put an order of decor on me, barring me from the 800 Broadway. I, you got to see this paper, but it's unlawful and everything. I'm about to put a lawsuit against them. But I just want to give her a shout out and let her know. You are getting a lawsuit coming to you, Miss uh, Carrie Bloom. But other than that, y'all have a blessed day. Right. Go get y'all some Trump shoes. All right. Thanks for your call. Unbelievable. He said Alicia Keys is the Hamilton County Commissioner. Kind of got that mixed up a little bit. All right. Let's let's take a uh, break, and then we'll come back. We've got more tickets to give away when a woman's fed up. We'll give those away l- later on next hour. And then more tickets to the Cincinnati Home and Garden Show. That's always a big event down at Duke. Man, you get some great ideas for your home, for your garden, and for your lawns. And Oh, yeah, they had great ideas down there. So uh, everybody flocks down there. They have it two different times. They're opening up 24th through the 25th. Then they close down and open up again the 29th through March 3rd. And we'll have the tickets for you. Right here all week long. 12.30, The Buzz. Twelve thirty WDBZ. I was at the uh, Withrow Woodward basketball game Friday night. And, uh, boy, Woodward took it to him. Yes.
Friday night. They took it to them. And I think the tournament starts, is it tonight? I think they play Wilmington up at Princeton tonight, if I'm not mistaken. The Bulldogs take on Wilmington. So we'll see. I think they'll go, they'll win a few games. The uh, Woodward Bulldogs will win a few games. Yes, they will. They'll win a few games in the tournament. I don't know how far they'll go, but uh, they'll. I'm thinking they'll do all right. That number 10, sophomore guard, he can make threes rain from anywhere on the court. He can hit those threes. Number 10, I can't remember his name, but he's just a sophomore. And if this guy stays, keeps his head on straight, and uh, does all the right things, yeah, he, he, he'll, he'll do some things. Just got to keep keep him occupied. Keep his head on straight. Don't hang around with the wrong guys. He'll be all right. Then I went to uh, Greater Liberty Church. I went to a, a Black Baptist Church. How about that? I didn't go to Crossroads on Sunday. I went to Greater Liberty Church over in Madisonville and had a great time. Great time. It was the pastor's anniversary. So naturally, it went longer than your regular Sunday morning service would go. Yeah, it went. So I'll give them. I'm going to give them that break since it was the pastor's anniversary. You know, they had to, you know, have speakers there and, you know, people talking and getting up and praising the pastor and all that stuff. So I will give them an extra long service. For Sunday, uh, yeah, I can go with that. I think we it started at ten forty-five. I think we got out of there by one something. <laughs> okay, and a little longer than I'm used to going to church. But I did notice something. I saw some coffee cup holders there in the pew. Now, is that <laughs> was I would I have been allowed to bring coffee in there? I don't know. Nobody said anything, and I sat down there and looked like they had a coffee cup holder right there. Now, anybody from Greater Liberty listening, let me know. Are you allowed to drink coffee in there? If you bring it, I, I didn't see anywhere that you could make it, but can you bring it? And drink during the service. Drink coffee during the service. I got to specify what I'm talking about. So, I don't know. I'd like to hear from somebody from Greater Liberty uh, may, maybe they were for something else, those holders. But I saw coffee cup holders in the pews there. So, yeah. But, yeah, uh, Miami Baptist Church was a visiting church and pastor's anniversary, and we had a great time over at uh, Greater Liberty. I used to be a member of that church back in the 80s. They used to have a softball team. I played on the church softball team and everything. So it was good going back there. Yeah. It was going just great going back. See, saw some of the people that I knew back in the 80s. They were there. But I'm just wondering. I need to hear from somebody from Greater Liberty at 513-749-1230. Can you drink coffee during service? Because I saw the holders right there. 
I opened it up and yeah, you put a coffee cup right in there. I'm like, okay, wait a minute here. Greater Liberty might be doing some stuff over here. They might see me again. But I got to check to find out. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Somebody said you can't bring coffee into a holiness church. That's not a holiness church. And they had a pretty good organ and piano player there, too. Yeah. So uh, that was my uh, weekend. Went to the Woodward game. I was supposed to go to the play, remember? I was supposed to go to the one-man play. And uh, August Wilson, the August Wilson play, what I, I learned, how I learned what I learned. Well, I guess he was sick. The person who was playing in the play was sick, and they canceled. And that's how I ended up at Woodward, ended up over at, uh, over at Withrow High School for the Withrow-Woodward game. And Woodward won. The Bulldog barks. Yes. All right, let's go to Sarah, who is a church member at Greater Liberty. Sarah, how you doing? Fine, Lincoln. How are you? I'm okay. I enjoy myself uh, Sunday over there. Well, I'm glad you did. I've got two things. Yes. Our service usually ends at 12. It was extra right. yeah, because yeah. of the anniversary right. on Sunday. That's what I said, yes. And yes, you can't bring your coffee what? cup <laughs> and water or anything you want to drink. Not, you know, Yeah. Anything. Allowed. Right, right. Oh, well, hey, you gonna? I'll be back over there then. Well, you come on. <laughs> All right. Be on time because we're out at by twelve. Okay. If I had known that, I would have had my coffee with me, but I didn't. I, I had no idea. <laughs> so you guys over at Greater Liberty, you're taking a step forward. You're doing a great job over there. Well, thank you, Lincoln. And the food was good too. We always serve good food. Yes, yes. All right. Okay. Sarah, thanks. Take care. All right. There you go. So you can drink water, coffee while the service is going on at Greater Liberty. See, that's what these black churches, y'all better step up. Y'all better step up and get with the program. It's a new day when it comes to church. It's a new day. It is a new day. People like to go to church. She said they're out by 12. I can do an hour and 15 minutes with my coffee there. So I'm good to go. They will see me back at Greater Liberty sometimes in the near future. Yes. Daryl. This is Daryl. Daryl, yes. Yeah, I also am a member of Greater Liberty. <laughs> All right. Well, I had a great time. It was a great service over there this yes, past sir. Sunday. Matter of fact, I'm one of the associate ministers that did the altar prayer. Okay. Uh, oh, were well, you know, like the MC? Were you like the MC no, guy? No, okay. I was the tall guy in the blue suit. Okay, because the MC, the MC guy, he tried to sneak a preach in. He, <laughs> <laughs> he tried to sneak a preach in. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, anyway, that might have been me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I remember you up there, the tall guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, it, we we try to get progressive, and, yeah. and you know it's 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 a thing where uh, it shouldn't be a big hassle about drinking a, a coffee or whatever in in uh, in church. Yes, yeah. And we try to I not know. hold our 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 congregation to. 
such a long time because attention span is, is that's the- it. Yeah, the church has got to realize that, and you guys are already ahead of the game. That's right. And so we are uh, offering you to come back and visit us again. I, I've met you on a couple of occasions, but great. Uh, uh, come on through. I'll do that. Appreciate All right. it. All right. Have a great, have okay. A great day. Thanks for your call. And the ushers were very nice too. The ushers were nice. They took Sharon's arm and escorted her down, found the seat, and um, hey, it was great. So enjoyed myself over at Greater Liberty Baptist Church over there on Desmond Street in in, uh, Madisonville. Yes. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back. 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln Ware with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon at 1. It's Reverend Al Sharpton, and he'll be keeping it real, keeping it real. All right, in the studio with me, Dr. Meredith Shockley. Did I get it right? You got it. All right. And and pull up there to the mic a little bit. Now, tell us a little bit about uh, Children's Hospital and what you guys are doing over there as far as infant mortality. Absolutely. So Children's Hospital has an institute called Cradle Cincinnati, and we are working tirelessly every day to save babies. Um, And we work on that until babies are one years old. And we are here today to talk about safe sleep and the absolute need to sleep um, alone on their back and in a crib. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of parents, they just get that confused. And a lot of parents don't put them in the crib. They put them in the bed with them. And that's not a good thing either. It is true. It is the number two reason why our babies are dying here in Cincinnati, rollovers, um, suffocation. And so we ask that you follow those rules and directions. We are also happy to get you what you need. So if the issue is that you don't have a crib, um, we ask that you call us. um, And I'm going to give you that number really quickly. And that is 513-987-6000. 65 513-987-6065 and if okay. we can get you a crib but we can also get you lots of resources so really? if you call okay. us we can support you okay cribs uh what else what other transportation things? support okay. finding housing um people are interested in all kinds of resources uh, yeah. jfs snap benefits etc so okay. um our cradle cincinnati connections team We'll connect you. Okay, okay. So like a one-stop shop there. You got it. And if yeah. we can't find it, we will connect you to it. Okay, there you go. All right. That sounds good. How long has this been going on? Uh, we have been working on infant mortality for uh, just over 10 years. Okay. Uh, about 13 years. And where are the numbers? And what is important to know is that we are have been trending in the right direction. The black infant mortality rate has been extremely stubborn, but in the last uh, 10 years, we have watched it slowly decline, and we had a great year last okay. year. Um, and by the end of this year, uh, end of uh, April, we will tell you about 2023 numbers, which is celebratory in the black community. You're doing a great job. Put your That's babies great. to bed alone on their back and in a crib so we can keep seeing the numbers decline. Now, when you have uh, a, a child who is uh, suffocates uh, or is a rollover or something like this, how do you do you have help for the parent? Do you have counseling for them? Because I'm sure that it's got to be traumatic. Absolutely. Very sad experience when that happens. Um, we have bereavement that happens at children, but we also have uh, black families who support each other. There are support groups happening mm-hmm. at hospital systems. Um, again, the same number is the number to call uh, if you are in need of support around bereavement um, in addition to connections mm-hmm. for uh, resources. Uh, and you say the numbers 
are um, going down. Trending in the right direction. Okay. And we have centered black women as we work on this work and ask them what they need in order for these numbers to change. And then we are um, doing that. And they have the answer and have had mm. the answer for a long time. And so um, taking this time to just say thank you for the work that's happening in Cincinnati that black women are doing um, and all the who are supporting funders, partners, hospitals, um, doing great work and seeing great results. Now, and what about classes? Do you ever have classes for these women before birth to, you know, get them prepared for this? Absolutely. So we are always asked that you get in prenatal care early. You have strong, healthy babies when we mm. do that. Um, and so in that space and time, there's everything from parenting classes to um, birthing classes. So and we we can connect with all kinds of nonprofits. So courses around um, getting your job situation s- settled before you baby comes, housing, et cetera. So yes to your answer on um, on classes and and really whatever you're looking for. There are tons of nonprofits doing work, and the intersection of infant mortality is everything, mm-hmm. um, food security, et cetera. So we just partner with others and get you plugged in with what you need. Okay, that I mean it sounds like it, it's great for women and. That's the only way you're going to be able to bring these numbers down. And we also just want to say there is space for dads. So oh. there is a lot of family work happening. We we do activities for families, but we also have direct realities where um, dads can plug in. If you need resources, um, we also plug in dads. Okay. That phone number again? It's 513-987-6065. Um, Teamwork. How about that? Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining me this morning. Did I leave anything out? That people need to hear. No, I think you're doing a great job. Keep doing a great job. And if you need support, call us. Yes, call for sure. And please don't let those infants sleep in the bed with you. Got to get them in a crib. Yes, it's worth it. Your baby's worth it. And you got to place them on their stomach. On their back. On their back. On their back. back. A, B, C. (laughs) Alone back crib. (laughs) Right. All right. I got you. On their stomach. All right. Back. Back. I keep saying stomach. Okay. Back. Alone back crib. A, B, C. But you see so many. I, I've seen it. It's a lot. That's the whole reason why we're trying yeah. to change that narrative, to remind you alone back crib is the safest yeah. way. Um, when we see babies on their stomach, yeah. they can they can die. Um, and so because, we really try to put them. Because the thought is if they're on their stomach, if they're on their stomach, if they throw up or something, it's going to come out. But if they're on their back, they could get choked. And that's, there is a reflex for babies. that is yeah. not, So that is not true. Okay. And that's that. So that narrative change is important yeah. to say. And so we try to make it easy. ABC. Yeah. Okay. Alone back crib is the best okay. way for babies to sleep. Because people probably think that way. Uh, absolutely. Especially older generations. And yeah. So, yeah. I'm one um, of those older generations. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I didn't have that messaging when I had my own. Yeah. I have 20, 21 year old. And so I am also changing the narrative yeah. for my children Okay. okay. Um, when it's their so turn. So you did so. the same thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's why I can say if I knew better, I would have done better. Yeah. And so that's why I'm happy to sh- spread that message. All right. Well, uh, you spread a, a great message this morning. Thank and you. hopefully people will listen. Grandmothers, tell your daughters. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. All right. Uh, spread the word. All right. Thank you for joining me. We'll thank appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Uh, let's move along. Uh, we'll take a few calls and then I've got more guests coming in right here on the Lincoln Ware Show. Let's go to uh, Blade. Blade, how you, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? I'm hanging in there. What's up? Hey, um, it amazes me that um, today blacks acting like we don't know how to do nothing. And um, and where we come from is this nonsense what I hear. I mean, the older blacks raised everybody's kids, raised a, 
uh, master's kids and their kids. Now we act like we don't have to raise kids. Let me ask you something. Um, I know it's entertainment, but I think if I had a church, it'll make the difference how long I preach. Uh, if a person didn't like it, I, I, I will open the door and say, leave. I think, church, we should drop our egos at the door. Now, we can go to a game and sit for four and five hours, but when we go to hear God's Word, we yeah. want to bring coffee mugs and one of these <laughs> Well, you bring, you, you have the same thing at a game. You bring your pop, and <sighs> it depends on if it's a college game, your beer, and everything like that. It's just uh, attention span. You know, if it's a sporting event, then you're going to, you know, action. There's always action. You're looking for your team to score, so you they've got your attention. In church, it's a little different. Somebody's talking to you, and unless they're saying things that really uh, uh, you, you want to hear, you might lose a little bit of a attention span. I was just being sar- sarcastic oh, about yeah. that. Uh-huh. Uh, I wouldn't compare God's Word to a game because it's apples and oranges. But um, we're in the age of lukewarm churches. We have to bow down to get people in our churches. And that's, that, that's why we... We, well, think, times have changed. No. People have changed. You don't have no. that. Uh, people don't go to church to stay all day anymore. They used to. They used to look forward to going to church uh, at, at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning, come back home at 4 and 5 o'clock in the afternoon. That was a great day for, for people back in the day. But uh, yeah, you, proved that, my, you proved my point. That has changed. Uh, it, it was great back in the day. Now look at the day. We can't go sit at church. We can't control our kids. We got to run to and fro. Is this? Is this? You just you just proved my point, and and it just made my day. Is this today, people? What are you running to? What are you so in a hurry to get to? And it's sad. You proved my point. The the the, the, the latter days were better than today. I mean, you got goofballs calling. Uh, you know what? Have you ever thought about it? Bill be laying down calling you. 60-year-old man, never had a woman, don't have no kids, and is this, this, is, is this man? Well, I, I got a feeling. Bill used to be in the entertainment field, I think. I think he played for a band or something. So I'm sure he's had a woman before. What he, what he, what, what group was it? The, the Dummies? I don't oh, know man. the name of the group, but I'm sure he was in a group. The next time he calls, I'll ask if he was in a band before. But I, all that I can say, man, we... We need to rethink what we're doing and have greater, greater things for uh, a church because a lot of people you're gonna need it because uh, World War Three is here. And let me ask you something, Nikki, uh, Nikki, Nikki, um, uh, the, the young lady running for president. Uh, so I have to really look at how do older people feel? How she's going around the country talking about older people. And when uh, when uh, your boy said something about her, uh, he got fired. But she can go around and say, uh, "Who are you talking had, about? Who are you talking about?" N- Nikki, uh, the chick running for president. Oh, Nikki Haley. Yeah, yeah. How how, how do I know? Because older blacks ain't gonna say nothing. But I wonder how do older white feel about she saying, you know, you need to go sit your old ass down somewhere. <laughs> this this and that and whatever. But when Don Living said how ugly she was, he got fired. <laughs> I think it's really hypocritical, and nobody's really standing up and yeah. saying, 
I agree with you. I agree with you. She's talking about them and their age. He talked about her and menopause and her age. And yeah, he got fired. Yeah, you're right. It's a double standard. She's really, uh, I mean, do we really want to look at her four years? But um, I think it's appalling how we let her get away with this. Hey, I listened to your uh, what's called show yesterday. And um, have you really sit back and listen to that? To which How, show? Uh, you had the the the, the, the what's called when um a girl was on there, and then when um when Joyce called in, sound like a little twelve year old. It, it does. I mean, oh. nobody listen to your oh, when I had, show. When I had Shahrazad on, and I yeah. had uh, uh uh I had Lakita Cole on. Yeah, also. I mean, them people was calling in trying to contradict what she was saying. Them were them were older people sounding like kids. I wonder what's what's really going on, man. We don't want to sit in church. Uh, <laughs> we, we want to have coffee mugs. They'll what sit in. They'll sit in church if you keep them occupied, entertained. But well, my, well, my my pastor, you know, he'll he'll open the door and tell tell your ass to leave. Yeah, oh my hey, God. Thanks for your call. Uh, yeah, how many members do they have? If you even go to church, which I kind of doubt. Let's take a break and then we'll come back. Twelve thirty. The buzz. Nothing I can do I feel so bad Yeah 1230 WDBZ The buzz of Cincinnati Your talk station Lincoln Ware with you Till 1 o'clock this afternoon And in the studio with me Tiffany Watson And uh, Tiffany is with Cultivating Mind And uh, tell us a little bit about uh, uh, What it is Tell us a little bit about yourself first And then tell us about your business Okay um, I grew up in South Cumbersville, and uh, I graduated from Hughes High School in 1991. I attended the University of Cincinnati, where I uh, attained my undergraduate and graduate degree for nurse practitioner. Got my postmasters from the University of Missouri, Kansas, in psychiatry. Uh, I'm married to the wonderful Golden Watson. I have three adult children, uh, seven grandchildren, and a lovely dog named Bruno. Okay. All right. what, what type of dog? What type? <laughs> A sh- uh, shits poo. Okay, okay, all right. Now, uh, what is uh, Cultivating Mind? Yes, Cultivating Mind is a telehealth psychiatric practice. Oh. Uh, yes, I'm just telehealth only, hoping to okay. eventually move it to a brick and mortar. Okay, so they can get the same thing they would do if they would go in and sort of uh, get on the couch and stuff, but they can do that from the comfort of their home. Correct. Okay. Yes, okay. yes. All right. Now, uh, why did you choose to go into psychiatry? Well, I'm dual certified. I'm a primary care nurse practitioner. And when I would see patients in their home for care, I would notice that it was really hard to get them to understand what diabetes was, heart disease. And as I further dove into their history, they had a psychiatric history. Mm. So I went ahead and I did some research and noticed that uh, there weren't any psychiatric providers. So I went back and got my postmaster so that I could help them. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, uh how do people find you? Are you on the internet? Uh, uh, help us out here. <laughs> I might need to call you. you I think call I me. think I need this. Uh, <laughs> I need to do after the show. Some days I need this. Yeah. <laughs> so you can call us at area code five one three nine one six eight zero eight zero, or look us up on the web at www.cultivatingmind.org, and we'll be happy to help you. 
Now, uh, can people get in to see you right away if they right really away. need to talk you to you? You don't have to wait six, nine months. It could be yeah. that long with some providers. Yeah. Yeah. And patients don't have that long, especially patients that have bipolar disorder. Now, do you cover Medicare, Medicaid, and I take insurances? all major insurances. Uh, I take cash pay patients. I take Medicare, Medicaid, which is almost unheard of for psychiatry. Oh, it's really? very difficult. Really? Yes. Okay. And now... Uh, when you get your brick and mortar, so you'll just have people come in or will you keep it? The, they can, you know, go on the Internet, zoom in or, or what? You know also, what? will you do both of them? Yeah, I'll do both because I have a lot of patients that like the convenience of telehealth. But I have a lot of patients that want to see me in person. So yeah. I'll continue to do both. What's your hours of operation? Uh, we open at 9 a.m. and I have evening hours and late hours, 8 p.m. How okay. often are you able to see a psychiatric provider mm-hmm. at 8 o'clock at night? But I try to make it convenient for patients. Are you seeing more younger people or parents having their kids talk to you or what? Yes. Well, I'm certified to uh, see patients across the lifespan. But from a telehealth standpoint, I see patients 18 and over. Okay. Uh, eventually, when I do get my brick and mortar, I will incorporate the pediatrics. Okay. Because okay. that's important. Okay. Yeah. That, that, the, the, do you find people talk a lot about the problems with their kids are causing them problems. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. And there's something called boundaries. Yes. So yes. we we emphasize that. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that sounds like a great <laughs> business. And you know, a lot of people are intimidated to to go into an office and sit right in person with a person. So maybe this is a better way for people to open up. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. My goal is to reach as many people as possible and let patients know that they're not their diagnosis. They're a person. I hear people mm-hmm. all the time say, I'm bipolar. No, yeah. you're a person. That's the diagnosis you have. And what do you, when you walk down the street nowadays, you can you can almost point out the people that's got some mental issues going on. Yes, I was can. walking to the garage the other day and there was a guy walking down the street and he was just fighting the air. Like it was a person. He was just swinging and punching and mad. He was mad and swinging. I'm like, now if he walks past somebody, how do I know that he's not going to start right. punching them? I that's, don't know. Yeah, that's what I mean by they have to get care because if yeah. you, if that's the wrong situation, that could go a very yeah. negative route. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Boy, I tell you. All right, give the phone number and website again. Okay, Cultivating Mind. Org, and the phone number is area code 513-916-8080. All right. Cultivating Minds. Uh, Tiffany, thank you for joining me this morning. We thank appreciate you. it. Appreciate it. Give that phone number one more time. Area code 513-916-8080. All right. You can do it right there in the comfort of your home on your computer. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. All right. Let's uh, move along. 513-749-1230. And, uh, Let's go to Marcus. Marcus, how are you? Wait, get where? What's going on, brother? I'm hanging in there. Hanging in there. Hey, man, I'm I'm tripping on your folks talking about uh, Donald Trump gym shoes when you just <laughs> had a uh, you just had you know folks talking about get on deck, get on deck, all hands on deck, and you just had the school principal. Who wasn't in the meeting? I mean, not the principal, but the uh, uh, administrator of the largest school system in the region, Cincinnati Public School, say that, uh, you know, her biggest problem is that she got a 40% truancy rate. Now, why are we talking about Trump gym shoes instead of this 
very, very important problem. Okay, there are two different issues going on here. Truancy at school, yes, it's a problem. Donald Trump trying to become president again, that's a problem also. Okay, so there are two different problems. And that, you can't, the, you're trying the to mix them together. The latter is going to happen. You might as well give that oh, up. That's not the latter is going to happen. Yeah, right. But, uh, but you don't think the 40% truancy rate in Cincinnati is a problem with Cincinnati uh, City Council allocating like $600,000 to a program that basically could be paid for by the state? I mean, uh, when you're a victim of a crime, you get like 50000 in rehabilitation and all kind of stuff. So they're basically mundering. I mean, money laundering. This program man. is just, for the victims of these gunshot wounds. That's what the program right. is for. It's not but for it's not for the uh, people that's uh, uh, these are for people who are out there mixing it up. They get shot, uh, whether it's on a humble or when they were shooting back at somebody. But they were probably connected in some way. This is the program to try to get them on the straight and narrow when they get out. So they don't see them back in the hospital again with another gunshot wound. We go ahead. A victim's program does that. You know, now, if you're talking about people who are shooting at other people, who gives a damn? I mean, really, you know, I mean, if you, you, you shooting at somebody and you get shot, uh, based on, you know, them defending themselves. But those are the people they're going at the people who are shooting back and forth at each other. One gets shot, ends up in the hospital. They're trying to get this guy on the straight and narrow so he's not back out there again the next day shooting at somebody else. Can't you understand that? Absolutely not. That's I, the I can tell that's you the can't understand your damn money. Oh, my goodness. I the, mean, if you talk about somebody that's shooting at a, a somebody and he's a criminal, then the justice system will deal with that. No. But what we're talking about is a 40% truancy rate. Everybody on deck. The, basically, you have your, um, if you were talking about everybody on deck, you got your uh, captain of the aircraft carrier. You don't, that's, that's saying 40% of their crew don't even show up. <laughs> they, they got to show up because you're out in the middle of the ocean, and you, you, where else you going? <laughs> Overboard? No, I'll make it. Everybody on deck. Everybody on deck. Man, you got to get on deck so we can sell this aircraft carrier. Get it out of here. Well, you know? being in the and, military and, and being in, in school is a lot different. You can't expect school children you. to act like they're in the military. That's not going to happen. I didn't say uh, uh, your, your city people said everybody on deck. You know, sounding like uh, it, well, it's just everybody, crazy. Believe just everybody about, needs to be on deck. Parents, students, uh, teachers, everybody needs to be on deck. And that's what I'm selling, telling you, Lincoln, where they didn't have them involved. The biggest school system in the region wasn't involved. That's why she came out with her own press conference. And we had talked about it the Monday before. probably these kids are probably not even in school, probably have dropped out of school that are doing the shooting. Most of them. Lincoln, where? If if you preempt that by having truancy officers, you take that $600,000 and you have 
police go into these people's lives, you know, that the, the moment you mess with somebody's life and, and, and get it out there where, you know, I'll mess with your stuff, they'll come deal with their kids. But right now, these they don't even know these kids, you know, more than the streets do. The parents don't. You know, the streets know their kids better than these parents. But if you have a police officer with police powers getting into their business, they will start to deal with these kids. And, and you got a city that's basically uh, laundering money. They're not, they're not using this money for the kids. I mean, you think about it. They just use the money for the kids the way it's supposed to. And, there's, you know, if you take a look at the fact that they take money, your taxes, from all these levies, and they give it to the rich, the rich turn around, build these places, then they take more money from us, the homeowners. And what were the Republicans doing? What were the Republicans doing when they were in there? The taxes weren't that much when they were in there. Everybody got to pay their taxes, Lincoln Ware. We didn't have no tax problems. We, because first thing a Republican, we, we've Lincoln, always, first no, thing, the, the first they withheld the money from the people is what the Republicans did. They didn't want to help the what people. Money? If you needed help, I'm talking about here in the county. If you needed but help, but you didn't need any help. Oh please, please, Lincoln. The, the the taxes were so low when the Republicans were here. You didn't need any no. help when Republicans <laughs> ran. Lincoln, when has anyone never needed any help in this county? Marcus, you out of time. I got to go. Thanks for your call. Unbelievable. Uh, now, if it's the Republicans, you don't need help. You only need help when the Democrats are in. Now, the Republicans put you in such dire straits to when the Democrats get in, they spend all their time trying to help people out. Let's take a break. We'll come back. 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln. Where it's Tuesday, short week today, short week this week, and uh, President's Day was yesterday. Who did they figure was the best number one? Pre- they 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 ranked them, and uh, I think Abraham Lincoln was number one. And guess who was the worst president ever? Donald Trump. <laughs> yes, and I'm not lying. That's how he stood in the polls. They had a thing, a listing of who was the best president, who was the worst, and they had Abraham Lincoln number one and Donald Trump at the bottom. There you go. Joyce, how are you? Hi, Lincoln. Oh, do I sound like a 12-year-old oh, today? Oh, that Blade has got some Well, issues. that's good with Blade because he said when the rebroadcast of Shahrazad Ali, and he heard me speaking to her, if I sounded like a 12-year-old Blade, <laughs> you must sound like a preschooler because... <laughs> Yeah. 12-year-olds do Google. They don't just listen. Sometimes they investigate. And I listened to Sherazad Ali. She talked about Biden and the 1997 crime bill. And I asked her about the Reagan 1986 crime bill and the flooding of our communities with drugs. Yeah. And then fund- remember how they separated crack and yeah. cocaine? Yeah. I don't know how they can separate this. He flooded. He let our communities, our cities flood. Maybe you better look up history. Just maybe you weren't born in 86. You sound like you probably born, I don't know, in outer space. 
But try to look up history. 1986, Ronald Reagan funding the Contras. They flooded California, Cincinnati, all over the United States with drugs, crack, cocaine, blades. They did this to get the money to fund, fund the Contras in their war in Nicaragua. Now, why don't you understand this? And Ms. Her- Shahrazad Ali understood that I knew about this, and we know because we can study history. So no matter what Biden did, but Reagan started it. He locked up more black yes. people. He got more black families separated, people on drugs, women on drugs. So, but I don't want to go through that, Blake. And then, Lincoln, you and your guest, he said, Alicia Keys, and you said you kept saying, lay the baby on the stomach. I know, so I know, first, I know. But it proves I, it, it was, that anyone, it was in like my Joe mind. Biden is 81, anyone can keep making mistakes even though they know the opposite is what they want to say. But what I was saying that for, because that's what they used what to they, do. No. Yes, it is what they used to, but you kept saying yeah, the same I know, thing I know, that you I knew know, it's the opposite to be true. But when you have so much information in your head, you have a lot of information in your head, too, Lincoln, like Joe Biden. More in your head than Donald Trump or Blaze or uh, what's his name? Marcus has in his little thumb. And Marcus goes on to talk about how different people are hip. He's a hypocrite because Donald Trump has laundered money. That's what all he does. When he collects funds on his website, he's laundering money yes. to pay for his fines and his legal fees, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yes, yes he, he is. is. And uh, I think Marcus knows all about this. When he's selling gym shoes at three ninety nine, <laughs> but he only he only made a thousand pair, Lincoln. We can do the math. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. all he said he made because yeah. he can't get any money. He can't make forty thousand, and so he's not going to pay no. five. Hundred million dollars. I think I think he's lying about he only made a thousand pair because you want to have the urgency. You want now you want the urgency. Oh, I better buy them before they sold out, and you know, and they'll just keep them coming. You know, that's true. He he is a Barnum and Bailey marketer. Yeah, yeah. Then he'll probably hide the other amounts of money he got from the government, like he always does. Marcus, you worried about the look of things? Well, Donald Trump not only looks, he talks, he walks the walk. He is a duck, Donald Duck. And so we all know that. And then the last thing, we I was so great glad to be listening to Tiffany talking about cultivatingmind.org. Yes. And her tele, um, health network that she has now and then her brick-and-mortar store that will, to come, will come. Because we as African Americans need this type of help. We need to talk to somebody. But we have a crisis, again, that I'm real concerned okay, with. Okay, you change your phone. You change your phone. Okay. It's muffled. Can you? Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. I must have hey. held it. Can you hear me yeah, now? hear you now. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I must have held it differently. But there's a crisis. We have these young African-American women and men, the, the, the young people that went to Evanston to retrieve a cell phone. The young lady tells her brother. Then her brother and a friend go. The friend gets killed in the car. Cell phones aren't worth people's lives. We have to tell our children, a man takes your cell phone or girl, let her have it. Cut it off. Go get another one. We have a crisis with young women being brutalized by young men, and these girls know about it. They're, uh, they've been told, don't mess with this person, just like that 50-year-old you had on there telling us about somebody sweet-talking them back into it. No, yeah. young people get sweet-talked back into things. Older women should know better. Nobody who punches me can sweet-talk me. We've got to convince these young ladies. Brutalize, brutalization of their body, their mind. is nobody to talk to again, how to get out of these situations. I've got to, I'm going to talk to Tiffany, somebody. We have to go around and try to talk to these young ladies. 
and these men, why they have a, a loss of natural affection for each other, why they are brutalizing each other. We have so much to offer this country as African Americans. These young people have so much to offer, but they're being taken out by some force. It's probably Blade and the other stupidity, those type of people. But there has to be something we can do, Lincoln, uh, because these young people have to know it's more to life than shooting each other, uh, retrieving phones and killing each other. Yes. We, we, got, we have to do something, and it's really uh, going to be one of my missions. We have to do that to get across to these young people, these young women. Listen when people are telling you that guy is not right. Listen when he, you shouldn't go over to that house. Listen because it's not good. All right, Joyce. Thank I got to run. Thanks uh-huh. for your call. All right, that's a loud voice, Joyce. And she's speaking the truth. All right, uh, I've got more tickets to give away. This time they threw something new in. They threw me a curveball. I was looking for a fastball down the middle, and they threw me a curveball on the outside corner. And guess what? I've got tickets to give away to the Legends Parliament Funkadelic featuring George Clinton and the Dumpster Funk team. And it's all going to happen at the Andrew Brady Music Center. That's right. George Clinton It's coming to the Andrew Brady Music Center May 28th. May 28th. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. So uh, keep listening for your chance to win. And I might as well give away a pair of that right now. I'll give away a pair of tickets to caller number 10. Caller number 10, if you want tickets to see George Clinton and the Dumpster Funk team at the Andrew Brady Music Center. Caller number 10 at 513-518-7011. Caller 10. Uh, you're caller number 1. I'm looking for 10. You're caller number 2. I'm looking for 10. You're caller number 3. I'm looking for uh, 10. You're caller number 4. Looking for 10. You're caller number 5. Looking for 10. You're caller number six. Looking for 10. You're caller number seven. Looking for 10. You're caller number eight. Sorry about that. Looking for 10. You're caller number nine. You're so close. So close. But I'm looking for 10. You're caller number 10. What's your name? Uh, Bernie Williams. All right, Bernie Williams. You got yourself a pair of tickets to see George Clinton, Parliament Funkadelic, and... uh, uh, they're going to be at the Andrew Brady Music Center. How about that? Thank you. Where are you calling from? Uh, Kennedy Heights. Kennedy Heights. All right. Congratulations. What station just made you a winner? 1230 The Buzz. All right. Hold on a second. Hold okay. on. We'll get with you. She's on line five, and uh, she's good to go. Just that simple. All right. 513-749-1230. We're going to take a break. And then we'll come back. 12.30, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you. And we've got more tickets. Yes, there's more. We've got tickets to give away uh, to When a Woman's Fed Up. We'll do that next hour. And uh, your chance to win by calling 749-1230. Yes. <laughs> your chance to win. All right. Let's see. We've got, um, I think we have, we might have some more guests coming in. Maybe not. We got a lot of guests coming in all week long, 29 days of black business. And people are jumping on that. I told you earlier in the month, it was a, a price you couldn't refuse. 
a price you couldn't refuse. And if you build it, they just won't come. You got to tell them that you have it. A lot of people start businesses. They just open it up. Where are they? Where are the people? I opened the business. You got to advertise. You've got to advertise uh, these businesses. Definitely. All right, 513-749-1230. Uh, the K- Hamilton County Republican Party chair sent out an email telling uh, Republican candidates uh, if the inquirer asked you to respond to a survey about Donald Trump, he told them, don't answer. Boycott the question about January 6th and some things. And he says, don't answer. And what kind of crap is that? What kind of crap is that? Don't answer. Any survey, he says, uh, the survey is deeply biased and unfair. That's what he says. (laughs) And... I don't know. Things things just can't happen like that. You got to answer the question. You're a politician. You're running for office. Answer the questions. Answer the questions. All right. Let's go to uh, Rick Jr. Rick, how are you this morning? Oh, uh, Pretty good. I wanted to um, talk a little bit about uh, civil rights history. Uh I know I, I was really uh, I found I was really uninformed on the on some uh, key events I, I, like for example like that Selma march I didn't know that thing was broken down up into three separate marches Did you know that You probably know more about that than I do. Uh, well I don't know You being you, you the man of power Okay three marches one three they marched uh they had dogs sicked on them and the whole bit So what do you what are you getting to Rick, you oh, okay. have a, you have right. a way right. the of first day, yeah. You have a way of going around the world just across uh, the street. The first day was bloody, a bloody Sunday. That 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 was that, that was the first yeah. day. And King wasn't in, wasn't in the first day. That was when they when the dog got sit on, yeah. sick on them and, and they had to go to the hospital. Second day, King did make an appearance, but that that was called turn around Tuesday. So they actually they actually turned them back on the second day. And they really didn't go across the Pettus Bridge until the third day. And, by the, and it took them five days to get to, get to Montgomery because it was over 54 miles. So I didn't know I didn't know all of this. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, you, you always try to be cute. Have you ever been in any uh, civil rights marches yourself? Have I ever been any, in any civil rights marches? Yes, yeah. I have. Yes, I have. I have, too, when I was eight years old. I was in the one that was downtown. It started down there at Music Hall back in '63, and 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 everybody they marched all the way over to uh, Fountain Square. I was in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I've I, been in this, pro. I've been. Have you ever been in a protest against the KKK? Oh well, I know you were in that one downtown. Well, a lot of yeah. people were in that one down down there on, on the Fountain square. square. Yes. Yeah. Now this is a little light hole. Did, did you ever? Uh, I know you were in the U.S. Marine Corps. Did Did you ever get your uh, Cold War ribbon? Because you, you know they just okayed that thing about two or three years ago, right? I never did get it. 
Oh, okay. So I just found out about this. They, I'm, I'm due to get one. I mean, the Air Force, not, not the reason why everybody said, well, why is the Air Force? Why, why is that important? Because uh, if you are one of those air crews, I mean, you were pulling alerts during that Cold War. Yeah. During the Cold War. I mean, they, I mean they, uh, the, the, the tanker crews and the bomber crews, they had to pull alerts like maybe uh, one week a month uh, or like that. Oh, and, and one, one more thing. Well, and I didn't know about this, about the Pettis, that Pettis Bridge. I did not know that the reason why that was so significant. Okay, number one, that was about the Bowling Right. I mean, the Bowling Right Act. That's the reason why they were so adamant about crossing that bridge to get to Montgomery. Okay, because they were trying to make sure that that the Bowling Right Act got passed. Okay, and I did not know that was a straight shot between. Uh, Selma and Montgomery. And do you know that, that that road, it goes all the way over. It connects with U.S. Tw- I mean, that's, that's U.S. Uh, aid. Now, and that's how is that, that going to help us right now today, knowing just saying, about well, that it's, highway? It's just, yeah. it's just interesting. Yeah, it was I, a straight I mean, no, shot. I mean, straight shot no, city to city down that straight highway. Yes. Yes, we know yeah. that. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, let's get on something. You were talking about your cough. Okay. Now, one little, one little, you ask, well, why did all the churches have coffee? Well, this is why. Those, those Action Jackson churches, like, I can name, you know the ones I'm talking about, like Bible Way, there's a few other ones. I can, you really, you really think that they can stab people holding coffee? Well, no, when, when they get the hallelujah. Then okay, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Oh, slow down, please. Okay, for one thing, no, you couldn't have coffee at one of those, uh, uh, holy roller churches where they do the do the uh, uh, the the holy dance and all that. Coffee in there would not be a good idea. But for your regular average Baptist church, I think I don't see a problem with it. And I think more churches will start to do that. They see the success of Crossroads, where you you bring your coffee and everything in. You got your coffee cup holders right there. You drink your coffee and you listen to the word. Uh, and more people seem to like that because. They have so many people that they have to have four or five services on Sunday. So what does that tell you? They're doing something right. Yeah, and that church you were talking about, uh, that, that you had such a nice time with some. I wonder how many times they passed the pot, the plate around. That, that one, you said it, it wound up really early, like at 2 o'clock or 1 o'clock. It, or was, it was one time they passed, the, 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 the took the offering. One time. Oh, they only, they only, they only passed the plate around. One you time. churches on pastor's anniversaries. They passed the plate well, around at least twice. For some know? reason, they had already done because they brought him a big box down that I guess people had been doing this over uh, several weeks or so, I guess, in pre- you know uh, preparing for his anniversary. So they already had the box with all the cards already in it. Well, that, 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 that was the reason why I, I call uh, is, is to, to clear that one item where you could not serve hot coffee. Yeah, the Action Jackson Church. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, just, it just would not mix, you know. All right. Thanks for your call, for giving us that information, uh, Rick Jr. Uh, uh, okay. We All appreciate right. your call. Uh, that man is lonely down in Dallas, Texas. He is lonely in Texas. He needs to find a hobby or something to do. <laughs> or he to just move back to Cincinnati. That might be his best option. Move back to town. And he'll be all right because he seems to worry more about what goes on in Cincinnati than he does 
what's going on where he lives in Dallas. And so I find out that a lot of people are like that. They don't live in Cincinnati, but they seem so concerned with what's going on here. What's going on in your city? You can't do anything about what's going on here in Cincinnati. But you're worried about it. And your city's probably falling down around you. All right, we've got news coming up. And then we'll come back on the other side. 513-749-1230. It's Lincoln Ware. 1230, The Buzz.